0: Welcome to the Soul Seed Podcast, where soul meets strategy. Every week, I, your host, Sabrina Greer, have activated conversations with multi-passionate soul-led thought leaders about their journey of growth from seed to soul's purpose. Every successful book, brand, business, podcast, product or program starts as a seed, an idea planted into the soul of its creator. Be inspired by those who've led before us, six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, top-rated podcasters, and multi-faceted humans. Be empowered by their humble beginnings and expanded by their tenacity and spirit. Join us in the frequency of abundance as we go to the story roots of these powerhouses. Learn how to apply and leverage the Soul Seed method in the creation of your very own legacy. Let's go. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Soul Seed podcast. I am super excited for my guest today. We have Elena Ray with us. Hi, Elena. Hey, Sabrina. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you. I'm just going to do a brief introduction for the one that needs no introduction, and then we're going to get started. Elena Ray is a business strategist and mentor for online service providers and entrepreneurs in the personal branding and self-development space. She's also the author of Becoming Self-Made and the host of Million Dollar Spirit Business Podcast. So Elena, I'm just so honored to have you here today. I've read your books, 750 times probably more than anyone else on the entire planet being your public you know going through the editorial process with you so I know your story but I am really excited to bring your story to the world and to our listeners today because I am just so inspired by everything that you've done and how often you followed those soul nudges so I'm going to stop talking let you share your magic with the world if you care to give us your non-bio introduction of yourself. And tell us a little bit about your story.
1: Yay. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm just stoked to be here. My non bio version of myself is basically I help people who are geniuses at the things that they do, like healing and personal development and thought leadership and changing consciousness and developing better relationships and wellness on the planet, but they're not great at the marketing and the sales and the managing a team and developing funnels and creating passive income and all of those pieces of the business that i just love and geek out on and i i teach those skills and support entrepreneurs to to really grow i've helped a lot of people grow to the millions by now and who are running their businesses really sustainably and um The gist of my background is I never set out to be an entrepreneur. I didn't think I could ever be. I was, you know, just corporate. I was freelancing while I was traveling the world on a shoestring budget. Never saw myself as capable, or I never even dreamed of being a millionaire. And what happened was I simply followed the nudges and fell in love with the work that I was doing. It just kind of like naturally took off and scaled. And, you know, we've scaled a a business that's done nearly $3 million in just a few years, following everything that just feels really right.
0: I love that. So fun to follow your story because you just recently moved back to the United States where you're originally from, correct? From Bali, Indonesia, And that all happened sort of, I think, both ways, like moving to Bali originally and then now moving back to Bali just now, like after your book was published, all based on soul nudges. Would you share a little bit about that journey? Of course, it's like a forever journey. It's like however many years of your life, but, you know, in the condensed form, like what brought you to Bali? What brought you back from Bali in a condensed version of the story?
1: Yeah, I think I've just really learned to trust, and in, in incremental amounts of trust over the years, that feeling in my body or that knowing of when I'm being guided in a certain direction. So, yeah, the 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 funny story was I was living in Hawaii on a farm doing literal work trade, like picking papayas and cleaning god knows what kind of things in this garden and in hawaii and making no money and just i was a matchmaker for a company called talkify online and i would make like a hundred bucks a day and that's how i fed myself like that's where i was at and then i got this nudge of like buy a one-way ticket to bali you have to and you have to go now and i was like okay Two weeks later, after I arrived in Bali, a volcano erupted on the big island of Hawaii where I was living and covered the farm and the entire county where I had been living in 50 feet of molten lava. Like spirit spoke and I listened and I was like, huh, okay, well, that's what that feels like. And then Bali just, you know, absorbed me into this feeling of home and was really supportive and getting to know digital nomads and entrepreneurs. And I think community and being around people who are doing what you want to do is a huge key to success. It's why I run masterminds and group programs. I really believe in that. And Bali was that for me. But then I woke up, like I literally had one of those, woke up one day, had just finished building a villa in Bali and investing an insane amount of money in this real estate project and it was like, finally, it was like four months after it settled. And I just was like, this isn't it anymore. It's great. And I must be crazy to leave this gorgeous house that I just built and owned and planted roots in a community I've grown for five years and all of the things and moved to Texas. Like that was what spirit was telling Like You're going to move to Austin. I'm like, I've never been to, to Austin. Okay. I'm going to just leave everything behind. And and again, it's been the most true right thing. I was reflecting on this this morning on how my bank account and money flow is so related to alignment. And of course, I have all the channels open and the strategies in place where you know money is very consistent at this level, but I do see fluctuations depending on if I'm dating the wrong person, money flow will be a bit lower. If I'm living in the wrong location, money flow will be a bit longer like or lower, those kind of things. And now I've noticed I left a relationship in January I moved to Texas. <laughs> I realigned some other things in my business. It's just been like things on the up, opportunities dropping in, money flow is up. Everything I, I believe is really connected to that alignment. And are you following where you're meant to be following?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's so awesome. And <laughs> the Lava story is one of my favorites that I know of yours. And then just moving to Bali and moving back. And you know, it's your book is sort of, Travel memoir meets business strategy, and it's just—it's so empowering to, and inspiring also. I think to to see someone truly follow those nudges because I think so many of us, myself included, in the past, you know, we we get blocked by this idea that you know we're crazy. Why are we thinking this way? Why are, <laughs> why are these thoughts coming? What is this actually? And I love that you said, you know, it just, you you felt that now it has to happen now. And you followed that nudge and you followed through and that takes courage. And that's something we talk about a lot on this show is courage, because I I think so many people don't identify that piece that it takes courage to do this. That is the work, right? We don't have to work harder. We don't have to work 500 hours a month to make things happen. It's having that like five seconds of courage to follow through with what your heart and what your soul and what your gut and your intuition are telling you to do. You would agree with that,
1: right? Yeah. And of course the natural thing about courage is it doesn't mean you're not shit scared. I remember real the phone call where I realized I was going to break up with the man that I was dating in Bali and that he wasn't coming with me. And that I was going to move to a country I hadn't lived in in 10 years, uh, like, and forge a community and go somewhere where I didn't know that many people by myself and leave behind this gorgeous, you know, like Instagrammable life and home. and, And I just like sobbing on the floor, but being like, there's this is it. I have to do this. It's going to be worth it. And I think I've just experimented with that feeling and it starts with the small things. It starts with, you know, for anyone listening to this, it's like you practice it when you're driving in the car to like, go get a coffee at your usual coffee shop. And then something kind of tells you, wait, why don't you try this other place? And then you go to this other place and then you meet someone really cool. And it would just seem so guided. And you just learn through those little things that stack up and show you that Oh, that feeling of resistance or when you need to use your courage or change what you're normally doing, you're going to get a positive outcome. It's like the universe is supporting you and you feel those, those inconvenient and sometimes terrifying pieces of information. But I think I had enough of those to get off the floor, stop crying, book my plane ticket, break up with the boyfriend and move forward. And it's been nothing but like on the other side of this, Austin is amazing. I have been welcomed so easily. I'm included in all the things. I found a beautiful house. My car just arrived yesterday from Mercedes. I'm super excited. Like life is just coming together in a way that speaks to true alignment and the other side of a very courageous act of, you know, perhaps insanity. (laughs)
0: yeah I I love that because there is a fine line right I think it takes that leap of faith and I love how you said self-trust because that's something that comes up a lot on this too and that does take practice you don't just wake up one day after not trusting yourself and not loving yourself for however many decades you've been alive because that's typically the case and just be like okay now I do right it's practice it takes you know years sometimes if not you know Decades of practice using different strategies to learn how to do that, how to trust yourself and really learning how to tune into that intuition and that that soul seed, that nudge that says, OK, this is right. This is for me. And tapping in, asking yourself the right questions and just really tapping into to who you are at your core. Because I've seen it a million times where people live out of alignment and then they wonder why they're not meeting the right person, their partner in life, they're not living in a place that brings them joy, they're stuck in a business that's not bringing an income or bringing joy, you know, either of those things. And it really does boil down to that it boils down to finding something that truly brings you joy, and then taking aligned action. And I love that you're an action taker, right? Because it takes that like, that little extra push. It's not swimming upstream with the salmon and like trying to push and hustle and like go 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 but it takes that extra energy push to to get through those times of resistance because we all experience resistance every single human on this earth does and you know that's what sets the people who are living in alignment apart are the ones who take that extra step to to go for it yeah I love it. I think it's, it's so inspiring. So tell us a little bit about, you know, like a day in the life of Elena, like, what does it look like now, you know, removing yourself, I, I like to say healing the hustle, because, you know, everyone thinks being a multimillionaire, you know, being a seven figure business coach, you know, that you're probably working 24 hours a day. And that you're super busy and that, you know, you can't do things for yourself. So share a little bit about, you know, a day or maybe a week in the life or a month in the life,
1: because I know day to day is, is a different journey. Yeah. Well, today it's like the work that I'm doing is being on this podcast for this you know, half an hour that we're going to be together. I was at yoga. I went grocery shopping. I was, you know, calling the Mercedes people to get my car delivered. I'm having friends over tonight and hosting at the place where I'm living. It's a pretty typical day where I'm just doing like one thing that's oriented for the business. And at this point, it's more in the role of being a quote unquote public figure, being a CEO that represents this brand. Like my team does the marketing, my team is closing sales calls. I woke up this morning to another pay and full coming in from my team that was vetting applications for our, our masterminds. And that's just all systematized at this point. So I don't have to do those things. I might, like yesterday, I hopped on one live stream. Um, I don't like to do anything before noon. I like to wake up really late. I like to get ready slowly, spend time with my cat, and then I'll do that like one inspired front-facing brand building type of activity. And keep in mind, like I'm in this position now because I took the actions over years to hire the team members before I felt ready and to trust them to do sales calls and to like lean into that and to choose a business strategy that's supported to have, you know, I have two live calls with clients every week with one of my masterminds and then the other one. And then I have like a couple of private clients at any time. And we're mostly talking on Boxer, which is, you know, we don't have to be on calls live with each other that often. And I've set that all up very intentionally because I like the spaciousness. I like, no, I've done that. I've done the back-to-back one-to-one calls. I've done the launch like crazy and do all the marketing material yourself and be posting every day and live streaming and then writing the emails as you go. And then it's feast or famine, depending on if that launch succeeds or not. Like I've done that. A lot of coaches go down that route and I've really carefully created a business model. So, you know, a week ago, I was in Tulum in Costa Rica completely offline. But that didn't mean that our business wasn't making money. The business was still making money through course sales, through membership sales, master classes, ads funnels that we have, enrollment into programs that are open. I really prioritize my time and energy freedom, but I also don't come from an attitude of rebuking the money and being like, well, I really want the travel and the freedom and the yoga and the ability to go offline. So I'm just not going to earn more money because that would come with taking away from that. I know that that doesn't, that's not the truth. The truth is the more money I've earned and the better systematized it's been, the more I can buy back my time and my energy And the last thing I'll say on that is just this idea of energy freedom, the true choice to like put my creativity, put my genius, put my excitement into exactly what feels aligned. I am launching a program that's going to come out in like two weeks because it feels like an overflow of everything is all taken care of. I don't need the money. I don't need the clients. I really want to teach on this topic. And when it comes from that place, it feels so good for everyone who gets to be a part of something like that. And that to me is why we scale our businesses so that we can have that be, I call it like chief visionary officer. You get to stay in the vision, stay in the creation, stay in the, you know, the overflow state of what wants to come through you. And you're no longer in like the day-to-day minutia. but that doesn't happen overnight. And that's the thing, like a lot of, co- especially the coaching industry, people have like instant gratification syndrome where it's very different than the startup world. It's very different than growing other types of businesses where people realize you need to set yourself up on a trajectory, you need to plan ahead and it takes time to put systems into place and then they pay off indefinitely at a huge ROI. But it takes the like being able to hold that, um, hold the faith and take those actions consistently even when you're not seeing instantaneous results.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Chief Visionary Officer is one of the things I've always loved about your your branding and your messaging because it it's so true. That's to me what planting that true soul seed is, right? It's like becoming a visionary of your business, of your brand, of your company, of your product-based business, of your service-based business, whatever you're doing, or if whether you're an author or a creative, you know, it's it's the vision it boils so far down into vision and making that come to life. And that's really like as a publisher, that's what I help my authors do with their books is help their vision come to life, help their book baby <laughs> be born into the world. And, you know, let's chat for two two minutes about your book, the process. Um, I know you had a unique process and that it was very fast and very, Serious, <laughs> it all happens like what felt like overnight, even though obviously it was not. Um, but share a little bit about your book um, writing and publishing process, if you will.
1: Yeah, I mean, I fully anticipated that it was going to take a full year. And speaking of like that systems and spaciousness, I had intentionally set my business up to have a lot more passive income so I could create the time and energy to write the book. And I thought, oh my gosh, this will take me a whole year. But then I quickly realized that's optional. Struggling with your art is optional. Just letting it come through. I mean, a lot of what's written in the book is literally like what came through. And of course, it's been edited by technical editors and optimized in in certain ways, but it's pretty much like it channeled through and it was t- self trust. Oh my gosh, here we come back to the same thing. It was like I was trusting what was coming through. I was trusting that I could do it quickly. I was trusting that this was really important to get out into the world. I wrote like 3 times a week for a couple of hours in batches for 30 uh 3 months. And my book was written like the full rough draft in 90 days. And then our process of editing and then actually, you know, developing the cover and the marketing materials and preparing it for Amazon and planning a launch of the book. That was, for me, like a much more in-depth part of the process. And that took like another five, you know, five months or so after that. Um, but overall, like I loved what you talked about. Um, Sabrina came into my masterminds and did a, a masterclass about the book publishing process. And we both shared, you know, from the author and from the publisher standpoints, how to do it for my clients. And I loved what you said around um, you, this is not something you do alone, you get support. A book takes support. And I was really glad that as soon as I had the idea and the outline and I had written maybe a few of the chapters, I was like, Ready. I was ready to hire you and hired you early on in the process and got to have that experience of being supported by people who know what they're doing, which has been my mantra to growing my business. I also did not grow a multiple million dollar business without a lot of mentors and a lot of investments and time and getting around people who are doing the damn thing that I wanted. And it, the same energy really goes into a book. And it did surprise me because even though I know that about growing a business, I thought at some level that writing my book would be a little bit more of a solo journey. And it took like, you know, how many, like 10, 10 people, (laughs) probably more of eyes on this project and helping us to, to, to do it. And so I think that's just what I would say to any aspiring authors, really echoing that and really letting people lean into be supported, be supported in your business, be supported in your book, be supported in your life. Choose that because it's available. Good team. Like. People have so many blocks around hiring people and everyone who works with me winds up hiring very quickly because we have a strategy for it. And we iron out the nonsense thoughts of like, there's just not good people who could do this better than me. Yeah, there are. They're everywhere. And they're going to make your life easier. Absolutely. And it is so true. You know, I'm so grateful
0: for my team. And I think that's one of the differences between what we offer and other agencies and publishing services that we have a team and it really feels like a family that's supporting people in the process of bringing their vision to life in the process of birthing this book into the world because it it isn't a solo process i couldn't do it by myself even having the experience i do as a publisher You know, we still need editors, we still need designers, we still need people that are in their zone of genius to do that. I always say it's like getting your PhD. Writing a book is like doing your PhD, but just super expedited. Like you had a book published in eight months from the time you were done your manuscript. It takes like eight years to get a PhD, but it adds the same level of credibility to your world. You know, it develops the same kind of connections and all of the beautiful support that is offered throughout it. And that's what I always tell my authors that. So in saying that, have you found that since writing your book, it has, you know, supported your growth in your, not necessarily just your business, but in your thought leadership in, you know, what you
1: offer and and your impact on the world? Definitely. I definitely saw it, especially when I went to apply for things that were outside of just like the coaching industry and people who understood the niche of what we're in and started to like get into higher level masterminds and diversified business experiences that you need to like apply for or be invited to the credibility of being an author and digesting my experience as an entrepreneur into the methodology that I share in the book. And 100% that really has helped open a lot of doors. And I also tell the funny story of... I basically paid for my entire book writing process, hiring the agency, the book launch party that I did in Bali, all the expenses of it within a week of it being released into the world or even less because Sabrina gave my book to a few, like a handful of early readers, one of them who was also an author in the the company. And she reached out and was like, I read your book. I'm just resonating really deeply. And I think I want to do your diamond mastermind Literally signed up, paid in full, became an amazing client, got a, got great results. And it's like, wow, I know that the book has also in so many ways. That was a very obvious scene type of translation or conversion of a book sale to a high ticket sale. And because I introduced my book at a point where my business model was really developed, it's been easy to monetize that too. But there's so many other seeds unseen that have been strewn across the world. And I just start to see them slowly now, where people pop up and they're like, I read your book, or I saw your book on my friend's coffee table. And then, you know, friendships have been born that way, where people just read my book and they're like, I just, you know, I'm not in your industry, I'm not trying to work with you, but I feel like a really deep personal connection. I would love to get to know you more. And that's led to beautiful friendships, like so many things. And I think that's the beauty of releasing this type of work into the world as you surrender to all of the ways that this is going to support you for the rest of your life. And um, some of it is very easy to track in a monetizable ROI. And some of it is going to build the brand in a way that then leads to ROI later down the road, that's not as measurable. Um, it's been an amazing. I'm so proud of it. I'm so happy that it's out in the world.
0: Yes. And you should be. It's a beautiful read. It's so valuable. Like everything, I, I haven't worked with you in that context as you being my mentor, but I feel like that reading your book. Like, I feel like I had the high level support I would if I worked with you in a book format. It's probably because I've read it so many times and listened to it so many times. Um, you know, one of the work hazards I have that I'm so grateful for is that I get to read this beautiful beautiful gifts over and over again. So what's next for Elena? Like what what's happening in your world? And And then we're going to wrap it up.
1: Yeah. Just a quick anecdote about my book. It's honestly chock full of so much good stuff. One of my friends, he had just moved to Bali. He was really struggling, did not have an offer or a niche and like he was not making any money. I was like, read my book. And then he literally implemented a whole bunch of things from the book, made a $10,000 high ticket sale, launched a group program, has a funnel, hired a team, like is doing the thing just from this book. And it's it's pretty incredible it makes me really proud yeah.
0: so for for twenty dollars you can go buy the book on Amazon and get all of that value it's just, that's so amazing that's what I love about books is it's accessible information and so valuable at the same time
1: totally And what's next for me is I I recently just making changes to the business where I'm doing even less live programming. I'm retiring my masterminds temporarily. They'll probably come back in 2024 in just a bit of a different context, but I'm fully leaning into the memberships, courses, passive income, keeping my calendar wide open so that I can really be, number one, focused on my new life in Austin. And getting I want to buy a house this year. I really want to nest. Uh, I really want to be present with community and new friendships and calling in a long-term relationship and those personal aspects and having just the business running in the background. And I have my real estate investment in Bali, which was the house I was living in. But now we have a full business behind that and that's generating passive income. And I'm just feeling like how awesome it is to create a business where you can do whatever you want during the day. And then if I do want to create new programs or live teach things, I will, but will come purely from the space of, Ooh, I'm just feeling really turned on to teach about this. And I'm excited to see what comes from that space. There's already been one new program that's birthed that will start in May from that energy. And that as a creator and someone who loves writing and loves teaching, that feels like a really yummy and free space to be in. Um, That's pretty much what maybe there's, there's definitely another book coming. I don't know if it'll be this year, but it's percolating and I have some ideas (laughs) and I know I'm going to be a serial book writer. (laughs) For sure. Of course. It's what happens to everyone who writes the book, I think.
0: (laughs) Well, where can our, our listeners find you if they're wanting to connect with you?
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at HeyElenaRay. And if you listen to this episode and got something out of it, I would love to know. You can write to me and I'll actually personally read it and respond. And then we've got a great free training that will give you a good sense of our work. Um, it's called Sought After, slash sought after. And it's the actual marketing steps to get people to really understand your work at a deeper level and then want to take action and invest with you. Especially if you're in one of those more like personal development or intangible spaces where sometimes you find it's hard to communicate what exactly you do. That training really clears that up for a lot of people. So I'd recommend checking that out.
0: Amazing. And I'll link everything in the show notes. Elena, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom today and for joining us on the show.